She's just like a normal By woman. The way, this is this is the best. This is the best <laughs> one we've ever done. What? This is the best one we've ever done. This is mental. It is crazy. This is mental. <laughs> Welcome back to the Two You Mystery Tour. I'm Alex. I'm Niku. And today we are going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about Lori Erica Ruff. Lori. Lori. I'm going to just refer to her as Lori. Um. Erica. Uh, Erica. What? Ruff. Like. R U F F. Like. Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> like a dog. Ruff. Lori Ruff. L a l a u r i e. L o r i. God, that was a absolute nightmare. L O R I. I mean, no one's gonna spell check your notes. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about Lori, mm-hmm. but let's start off talking about a couple and not just Lori, because this story really also starts with a man mm-hmm. called John Lakeley. So yeah, we're gonna speak about John Lakeley Ruff first. Mm-hmm. So he's John. John Lakeley Ruff. Um, he's obviously got the same surname mm-hmm. and we're going to, we're going to refer to him as Blake because that was the nickname that he went by. Um, so classic American name. Blake. Right? Yeah. I think it's because his, his, his sur- middle name's Lakely. So it's like Blake Lee or something. Did I he, um, did he surf? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but okay. So, so Blake came from a very well-off family Mm -hmm. they owned a few businesses and they were known in dallas because of their wealth so we're we're in texas today his family were very close to each other they did so much together they're one of those families that saw each other at like all occasions they saw each other every weekend they were really tight-knit and they were also really protective of each other Blake had a bachelor's degree in economics from the University of Texas and he then went on to study management and he was working as an account manager and he was also just in terms of his personality he was very easygoing he was really trusting didn't really overthink things just a really chilled guy everything I want to be you know so let's talk about how John and Lori kind of relate so or blake sorry his name is johnny but blake and laurie met at church in dallas in 2003 and the so obviously like i said the family of blake are very protective of him and so when they when they heard that their son met a mysterious new woman Mm -hmm. they were keen to scope out who she was and what she was like and you know they had you know they had a lot to protect especially because they had a lot of wealth as well so they always liked you know if someone in the family got a new girlfriend or boyfriend they like to you know meet them and Mm -hmm. question them and stuff classic yeah and blake's mom especially really tried to get to know her she was a very involved woman like Mm -hmm. involved Mm mum. and she was when they first met she was asking about her family her education her life before living in dallas but the whole time laurie was just so awkward she was just putting off everything every question she was being really secretive and her attitude was just really not welcoming and she gave like one word answers all the time or just like she would answer the question with another question mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
And but what did she, what she did say was that she was an only child from Arizona, and she said that both of her parents had passed away, and that she had no living relatives in the whole world. So, so she was an only child. Yeah, she said she was an only child. Her parents passed away, yeah. and she had no relatives at all. No living relatives. Okay. Which is a bit odd. I mean, I feel like... How old is she? How do we know this yet? We don't know, but she seems to be okay. in like her 30s or something, okay. you know? So she said that... She also said that she skipped school. I mean, not school, she, uh, high school. Like, completely, she skipped Oh, like high. she didn't just, like, skip class? No, no, she, like, she's just skipped high school. <laughs> and Don't fancy that one. And then, like, I don't know, how long is high school in America? Is it, like, because, you know, you get, like, middle school and then you get, like... High school, I think, is, like, six years. Is it? Because I thought it was... Because it's six years here. That's why I'm... But but, but (sighs) you get, like, high... I think you get, like, you know, like, your freshman year and then you get your middle school and then you get your, like, high school, which is, like... But aren't you a freshman in high school? Um, right. You know what? I need to find this out because it doesn't make sense to me that she skipped high school but then she said she got her she went to college you can uh she'll have done community college so can you do that without yeah okay so she i'm just gonna how long is high school it's four years oh um but like when do you start high school then what age 16 oh no no it's not four years yeah it's four years so I think you have something, so you have freshman, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, mm-hmm. and then you have like a middle, so I think you you are the same age as we are in the UK when you enter high school. Oh, well, you can't go to college at that age. Community college. She can't have. But, you, uh, no, sorry, she could you, have. You can, yeah. You, she could have not, she could have not gone for a certain amount of years and then decided to go to community college because you don't necessarily need anything to get into them. I suppose. She yeah. said that she got her... So she, she skipped high school. Yeah. And then she went straight to college and got a GED. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what GED is, actually. Um, um, but I think it's like some sort of degree. Something in, something diploma. Is there something, right. something diploma? General, it'll be the general education diploma. Okay, so... I have just made that up. So have if, you I'm just... right, if I'm right, <laughs> you all owe me a subscription to the channel and a like on this video, please. Thank you. Thank you. That was smooth. <laughs> okay, so let's just... Okay, this is her so-called education, right? Yeah. And then she... Obviously, his family just didn't like the sound of her. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. They, they thought she was strange and not trustworthy and she had something to hide. And they actually believed that uh, she wanted their money by winning their son's uh, heart. Okay, yeah. um, because she just wouldn't... She just wasn't very warm and wouldn't say anything about herself. Mm-hmm. And when their, when the parents spoke to Blake about how they really felt, he was totally dismissive. He said that she had a tough past and that's yeah. why she just wanted to forget about it. Yeah. And she, he said that she'd burned all the photos of her childhood so that um, that would help her in trying to forget. Uh-huh. And he's really chilled out and he really respected her like wish to be private. So he never even asked her like or challenged about what this what it was that she wanted to forget yeah. and stuff which is yeah. fair enough like yeah. um you don't you don't need to you know pry if you trust each other and stuff yeah. so um that's that and then so the early days of so i suppose that their relationship we can speak a little bit about that so blake and laurie were very much opposites and blake was shy reserved quiet and laurie was like really outspoken loud and opinionated which i wouldn't expect from someone really secretive 
but it seems she had like another side to her that was really mm -hmm. um, outgoing. And within like a few months of dating, Blake was talking about proposing to Laurie and his family really tried to change his mind. So it was a red flag. I know, like after a few months. Mm. But Blake was in love and they did get married. And the only person who actually went to their wedding was the priest who married them. So that's that was quite sad for a family that so are really just, close. And, well, a, a, a Catholic, well, a, I don't know if they're Catholic or Protestant, but... Well, he goes to, they met in church. That's and what stuff, I mean. So, yeah. so that, yeah, if they're a very religious family, to not being able to go to your son's wedding is pretty big. Well, they, yeah, they didn't give him their blessing, so they never went, yeah. which is really sad, I suppose. And then after they got married, Laurie convinced Blake to move an hour and a half away from Dallas. And I, I suspect it's because of the family to kind of get away from yeah. the family. And, um, you know, I think they're the type of family that would just drop by like unannounced yes. and stuff okay. like that. And she, she just didn't like it. So sh she wanted to get him away. Um, so they moved an hour and a half away in the grand scheme of things though. That's not that far away. An hour and a half? No, not in really. In terms of like, like I've heard in LA, like you drive like three hours to like see somebody. I is that true? LA is LA that big? I uh, know. I think it's that busy. Oh, I suppose. But like, I also think like traffic. Is that what you mean? Like yes. traffic? Yeah. yeah. So. But people always are like, oh yeah, we did a road trip this weekend, and like they're just happy to drive like. 10 hours yeah so if, if i someone said to me do you want to just drive 10 hours to go somewhere absolutely not <laughs> i actually think that like i think we don't realize how big america is mm. and like people in america oh, no, i fully realize but what i'm meaning is that an hour and a half in america isn't that far away yeah however it does me it, i think it i think you're right i think it's that distance where you don't need to um we don't really need to like, like plan or be aware, be wary of someone just dropping in. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I think she, I think they yeah. were just too, too close, too close to each yeah. other, and she, she just wanted to get away, I suppose. Mm. But I think you don't understand like the concept of distance unless you just live in America yes, and like yeah. they've got a very different concept yeah. <laughs> like we're like like and I know that they don't really like a lot of people don't really walk anywhere because everything is so far away from mm -hmm. each other like even the shop mm -hmm. down the road is like yeah. like half an hour away mm -hmm. but that's normal yeah it's incredibly normal especially in Texas wow. to drive everywhere I've not really been to the US but mm -hmm. anyway so yeah so an hour and a half and um <laughs> people who kind of met them in this new town described Lori as deeply religious um which is not i don't think they they should just they she'd been described that way in the previous town mm -hmm. but like this time she was she came across as deeply religious she didn't like going to church that like sang and organized yeah. activities mm -hmm. she actually left the church that she was at because of this okay. and she said it was it wasn't focused enough on the Bible and she, she really wanted to be like concentrating on the Bible and its message. And, um, she had actually also given us different story about her past to these new people in this new town. This time she said that her parents were divorced and her dad left her mom because he, he became like an atheist and he didn't, she didn't want anything to do with them anymore. Mm -hmm. So again, that kind of like still says she was, deeply religious because she didn't want anything to do with her dad because he was an atheist so 
But in this new story, they're still alive. Yeah. And this okay. is her, her new story to the okay. new people. <laughs> and then after their marriage, Lori really wanted to become a mom. She had made it her priority to get pregnant. And it was just like all she wanted was to mm -hmm. be a mom and have a family of her own. And she actually had four miscarriages, which is obviously sure. super heartbreaking for her. And at the same time, Blake's family, again, super suspicious, yeah. just always really suspicious in the background. They start to question whether Lori had been lying about her age because she wasn't able to conceive a child. And, they, you know, she had said she was 35, but they were questioning if she was older. Mm. And... Again, they're very much like really unsure about her. And but after four years of trying for a baby, mm -hmm. I mean four years is a long time, she finally had a baby girl in two thousand and eight through IVF. So it wasn't like they still needed help after four years, but she finally had her baby girl in two thousand eight. And Lori was a brilliant mum. She but she kind of became obsessed with her baby. Yeah. Where like she was super protective. Wouldn't let anyone hold the baby. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, Blake's family are so big on family. And, mm -hmm. like, Lori just wouldn't let them get involved. She, like, if they visited, she wouldn't leave the baby alone with mm -hmm. them. She didn't want anyone to hold the baby. And this just made everything even worse. The relationship became even more toxic when this baby came into play. Because, like, the family were really keen. Like, they're, like, grandparents now. So, yeah. they're, like, even... Because now they've got, like almost like an heir almost like you know with all the wealth and stuff so yeah. they really want to get involved mm -hmm. and so um what's well, more pr uh, i mean i don't know if it is but it probably in their head is more proof that she actually does care about their son yeah <clears throat> and wants a family rather than just wants to use him for his money yeah yeah she she wanted yeah. like she wanted to have so a child with him and she was just she was so protective of her family right. just wanted them all to herself didn't mm -hmm. want to share anybody and um it made everything worse because obviously blake is not like that he is close to he's his chilled, family yeah. yeah and he's like and i think even though he's a really chilled guy, it kind of got too much for him mm -hmm. at this point because he wants his daughter to, yeah. you know, get involved with his family and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Laurie almost was isolating Blake from his family and didn't want anything to do with them, didn't want them to come around. And it all just came to a head in 2010 when Blake actually left Laurie and moved back home with his family and he filed for a divorce. Okay. I think just that whole, like, isolated life was too much for him and i think the divorce was probably Lori's biggest nightmare because mm -hmm. now she had to share her baby and like actually leave the baby uh, okay, yeah. with blake's Good. family because yeah. like they have a custody thing now mm -hmm. and she actually has to hand over her daughter and like the daughter mm -hmm. actually stays with that family now as like part of a custody deal and during this time she was just having a really bad depression and she she ended up going to therapy mm -hmm. because she was really not dealing with this situation well and she would like bring notebooks to therapy full of lists of things that she wanted to change about herself so that Blake would come back and so it, it does show how much she loves him because like it's not for the money is it because she's like it's not for the money but there's like you know she has like <clears throat> A, um, an issue with like abandonment like she wants everything close there's, to her heart and like close yeah that's what I mean. there seems to be obsessive tendencies yeah like she wants <clears throat> she's so protective of everything yeah. like her family yeah. she wants her family and it's almost like 
to the point where she's she's pushed her family away mm-hmm. because she's been too possessive of them. Yeah. Um, and that, that happens. Like when you when you mm-hmm. are too possessive of something, you push them away. Yep. So she so she constantly would say to her therapist, "All I want is my family back." Mm-hmm. She really felt like she had nothing left without him. She became more and more crazed at time as time went on, went by mm-hmm. and she started to send like crazy aggressive emails to Blake's mom and she had to, whenever she had to hand over their daughter for custody she would throw fits she'd refuse the ha- to hand her daughter over mm-hmm. and both Lori and her daughter were also looking thinner they looked more unkept their house was a mess like you could tell it was like so much rubbish everywhere she was just she's kind of just like given up mm-hmm. on like trying mm-hmm. um and it, it can it totally looks like depression mm-hmm. to be honest and she even once stole blake's family home's key um but she never had like a chance to do anything with it because they realized pretty fast that the key was missing <laughs> and they like ch- changed the locks or something mm-hmm. but before they realized like during a short period of time when they didn't know mm-hmm. they'd hear like the back door of the house open and close and like sometimes <laughs> it would make like creaking noises it's which really cre- like that that <laughs> yeah. really scared me when i read that i was like oh my god and like but like nothing like nobody would come out or anything yeah. it, was, it was just like being opened that's ah! horrible <laughs> that's horrible i that's hate almost that worse i know and it's so scary for me like reading that and oh but basically yeah i'm gonna start doing that too. oh no don't seriously seriously open the door and close it um, please <laughs> that really creeps me out but uh, they actually end up getting a protection order against her because that really freaked mm-hmm. them out as well and um at christmas and then then christmas comes by of mm-hmm. course the <clears throat> worst time to be alone yeah. and she really was and no family blake actually took their daughter to his parents yeah for Christmas because he said that he wanted her to be around family and it's yeah. you know it'd be nicer for her mm-hmm. and um so so Lori drove 90 minutes to the rough family house as they were like having a Christmas party mm-hmm. and she like barged in demanded that Blake and their daughter leave and come home with her and she wanted she kept saying she wants her family back together and she was like begging for them to come home but she actually had to be removed from the home so someone had to actually like take her out which is just so sad i think like you can tell how desperate yeah, yeah. she is mm-hmm. um so on christmas eve she woke up pretty early and she went into her car and drove again that 90 minutes to the rough family home mm-hmm. and she pulled into their driveway so i should give a uh, a trigger warning here we're going to be discussing topics to do with suicide so feel free to st- um just fast forward onwards um or pause this video now she actually had a gun mm-hmm. and she she ended up taking her own life and on christmas like boxing day on christmas eve but she can't she was at christmas so when did she drop the kid off so she, oh, sorry. She dropped the kid off like a couple of days before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, but she uh, on Christmas Eve. I suppose I should. I should have. No, that makes sense. The, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Christmas, like you would drop someone off for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense because you wouldn't yeah. drop someone off on Christmas Day. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. So, um, <clears throat> so she left. Um, so she she actually, you know, she pulled into their driveway and did that, and then she left two suicide notes. Mm-hmm. One was addressed to Blake, my h- wonderful husband, and the other was to her daughter, but for her not to open till until she was, she was eighteen. Yeah. 
So the letters were never released. And I think the letter to her daughter also has not, I'm not sure what's happened to that. I don't think her daughter is 18 yet. So I think they've kept that for her Mm -hmm. um, and not opened it. But um, basically the letters were uh, were kind of described by law as like ramblings. Mm -hmm. But um, I've seen some extracts mainly... um, she sounds upset and she's just telling him how much he loves she loves him mm-hmm. and she also had said that she didn't want to be divorced so she had to die before it was finalized so she really didn't want to live oh, yeah. as a yeah it's really brutal yeah. and she also was very adamant that only blake clean out their house nobody else to go there mm-hmm. she was like but he was obviously too distraught to even step into that house so his brother and mum went to get Lori's personal stuff and like clear the house out and mm-hmm. um, so they they go and go into the house and they they start to clean stuff and they see a locked box at the back of Lori's closet that is labeled crafts on it and the family kind of break into this box basically mm-hmm. and because it's locked and they find an idaho driver's license with Lori's picture on it but the name says becky sue turner oh my god so yeah the name said becky sue turner and obviously she's in dallas right now and the driver's license is from idaho and they also found a birth certificate which said Becky Sue Turner on it as Becky well. Becky Sue Turner. Becky Sue Turner. Uh-huh. They also found a piece of paper with a bunch of scribbles. Now, this piece of paper I'm going to actually put on our Instagram and I want you guys to tell us what you think about this. I'm going to show you this piece of paper as well in the, at the end okay. and we can maybe discuss it. Yeah. There is just so much stuff written on this. Okay that are very is very mysterious yeah and um, so we'll discuss this but um there was also an employment employment reference mm-hmm. letter from a man called roger steinbeck which was written on stationery from a five-star hotel in thailand so basically the, the employment reference was saying that laurie's like a really good worker and um it seems that it was from this hotel in thailand um, like just on a piece of paper. On a piece of paper. I, I am. I mean, it is from from Thailand. Yeah, it's from Thailand, like a four star. That's hotel. ridiculous. I wonder you if you just this... get it on a piece of you get you, what here's here's your reference on a piece of I paper. Know. But I wonder because it sounds like this is this is really old stuff. Do you have any references? Yes. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, yeah, you could be right actually because if she's thirteen, twenty, two thousand eight, two thousand ten, that is her real age. If that is her real age, that still goes like to eighties th- that you're born. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this was like in the nineties <clears throat> yeah. that she was in Steinbe- Thailand. Steinbeck. 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 Roger Steinbeck. I've heard that name before. What Steinbeck's a writer. Definitely not that one. I don't read books, but of mice and men. Oh, maybe actually. Written yeah, okay. by John yeah. Steinbeck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I stand correct or sit corrected. Sorry. So I'm here to correct yeah. you. So, um, obviously, this is this is strange. And then they also found documents that Becky Sue Turner had changed her name to Laurie Kennedy in 1989. 
So her her name she was going by is Laurie Kennedy. And then obviously she changed Kennedy to Ruff when she got married. Uh So obviously the family already so suspicious, even more suspicious now. They're like, oh my God, what's this about? So they hired a PI. Yeah, mad that he's not seen any documentation. Well, he was like very respectful of like his her wishes. Like these are all in like a locked box. He seems like from what you said, he seems like kind of a shy guy that's almost too timid and and scared to be like. "Mm, can i see something yeah 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 so uh, he never saw any of this and she so they found they they hired a pi Mm -hmm. and the pi found out that becky sue turner died in a house fire in 1971 when she was two years old what yeah no way so becky sue turner is not even alive so more and after this so she's like a two-year-old um, that has died. And more private investigators then get involved because this is crazy. And they actually can't find any trace of Lori's existence before 1988. So remember, she changed her name in 1989. And they can't find any trace of her one year before that. So 1988 is, yeah. Oh my God, you just scrambled my brain. Hang on. I know. So so she, in 1989, changed her name to, like, is that when the marriage happened? No, the marriage was like in... 2010 or 2000 something. They they were in the 2000s when the marriage happened. So she she changed her name, but she had changed her name before that to the Becky, um, to the um, Laurie. Yeah, she changed her name from Becky... Even though Becky is dead. has died. So I don't know how she had that name uh, to begin with, but she, well, I, I do, I'll tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> she changed from Becky to Lori in 1989. Uh-huh. They couldn't find any trace of even Lori, or uh, I mean, any trace of Becky or her anything she did until 88. Uh, before, from before 80, 1988. So she became on the map. 1988 and then quickly changed her name and changed her name 1989 oh my goodness so what what who was she before 1988 basically i can't find her and so here is like i think they they were saying it was very professional basically like how she disappeared off the map and there was no trace of her it was like almost done like by someone who knew exactly how they were do what they were doing Mm -hmm. it wasn't the work of just one person it Mm -hmm. seems as well like i think like well no i think but they were saying it's like she's almost had professional help if she wasn't a professional herself um so what they did find out though was that in may of 1988 she was so this is one year before she changed her name she Uh changed her name in 1989 but this is like the trace of her that she they find in 1988 she was in california uh-huh. Because it was from there that she had requested the birth certificate of the little girl Becky Sue Turner. So wait, sorry, say that again, just so I just so I fully understand that. So, so back in like the eighties, you could yeah. just request birth certificates. Yeah, okay. So you could just call them up and be like, so she. Uh, so she's obviously like okay. read in the newspaper or something, yeah. or knew about this girl that had died in yeah. nineteen seventy one. Um, Becky Sue Taylor, and she she made a phone call and requested Becky Sue Taylor's birth certificate. That is, oh my god! So this is in 1988. She requested that, but Becky Mad. Becky 
yeah you can't do that anymore but no. back then you could yeah mm-hmm. and back back you know this is becky had died in 1971 and she requested this okay. in 1988. So she, so Becky had died 17 years ago. Well, she requested it in 1988. Yeah. So 17 years after Becky's death, mm. she requested Becky's birth certificate. And she just suddenly came on the map in 1988. Yeah. yeah. So she, she okay. had, um, she seemed to have also know. She had like really good knowledge about how to gain a new identity uh-huh. because she went specifically for Becky. Becky's birth certificate because Becky was born in a different state to the state that she died in. And there was no cross-referencing between birth and death certificates across state lines. So nobody knew that Becky had died because the state that issued her birth certificate never received her death certificate. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. So like she knows how to play the game. Yeah. So basically, she another state knew she was, had died, and another. This is, this is mental. Yeah. So everything is on paper as well. So like, to the state that she requested the birth certificate from, which was the state she was born in, uh-huh. they didn't know she died. Okay. But California knew that she died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she she's not in, in ca- but she's in, and she's in Texas. She no, she requested it in California from California. No, but what I mean is she's yeah. u- she's using she's utilizing this birth yeah. certificate in Texas. Yeah, or just anywhere aside in from fact, where she yeah. was, she died. And then as soon as she changes her name, it doesn't matter where she goes. The she's only got a new name. the only place that is aware that she had died is yeah. California. Yeah. Outside California, she's still alive. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It would be different if Becky had was also born in California. Yeah, but what I mean is. So if she leaves California, she goes eventually in 2000, whatever it is, she changed, or 1989, she changes her name to yep. Laurie. Yep. She can go anywhere. Well, no, yeah, now she's not even called Becky. That's what I mean. She can go anywhere. She's got a new birth certificate. Oh, she's God. got a new identity card because she changed her name. Oh, my God. I know. Please don't give me another name. <laughs> it's just mad how you could get these things so easily back in the 70s. It's bloody crazy. Yeah, I mean... it. You can get a lot, get away with a lot in the mm-hmm. 80s and 70s, can't you? So, D.B. Cooper. Yes. And then, so one one month later, after she she had, like, taken this birth certificate, she got a driver's license under Becky Sue Kennedy. And she so she got a new driver's license. She went and did her driving test or whatever, and the birth certificate she provided was Becky Sue's Turner's. But, um, yeah, not Kennedy. Sorry, it was Be- Becky Sue. Becky Sue Turner. Uh, Becky Sue. No, she got. She yeah, Becky Sue Turner. Yeah. yeah okay. So then, um, but let's note that Becky was born in 1969, and Laurie was born in 1968. Close. So it, it, she looked. Mm-hmm. Like like Becky would be her age mm-hmm. um, at this time, so it kind of she could pass it off. Yeah. And so one month later, after she got her driver's license, mm-hmm. she changed her name to Lori. Then she got a new driver's license under her new name, Lori, mm-hmm. but Lori Kennedy. So yeah, she got her original license under Becky Sue and then just flipped it to Laurie. Because... She actually no, she got her original license Becky Sue Kennedy. Becky I... Sue Kennedy. Yeah. She... Why? Where did the Kennedy bit come from? So she's trying to get. She's done half of her new name because her her actual new name is Laurie uh... Kennedy, but she's done half of it, and then 
then she gets she gets her new then she changes her name to Lori and then gets a new driver's license, Lori Kennedy. She doesn't do it all in one go. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's part of her like plan to like slowly like move. Yeah, yeah, so slowly. she doesn't arouse suspicion. Oh my goodness. And then she also gets a social security number under the new name of Lori Kennedy as well. So right now in the US, you're assigned a social security number when you're born. Mm-hmm. But back then you would apply for one and get one and it's like this is how they they keep track of people now because everybody has a social security number Mm -hmm. back then this is how people would do identity theft because they didn't have a social security number to begin with so she got a new one about i don't know if she had one before but she got one under Lori kennedy Mm -hmm. she also now this is another thing to fry your brain but not really she also had several p.o boxes in several different states so she had one in California where De- where Becky Sue Turner was like, I think uh, was uh, who died. Mm-hmm. She also had another one in Las Vegas, and all of her mail, like that would arrive in Dallas, mm-hmm. would jump from one PO box to another to another to another, and then eventually get to her in Dallas. None of her mail would come directly to Dallas; they would just keep getting forwarded from PO boxes. This woman's smart. It's crazy. Like she's just like an I, she's just like a normal By woman. The way, this is this is the best. This is the best <laughs> one we've ever done. What? This is the best one we've ever done. This is mental. It is crazy. This is mental. <laughs> I just I don't think you <clears throat> from the background story you yeah. don't expect her all this to we come out finished. this is the best one we've ever done for well, sure let's see if you still think okay. this by the end <laughs> so and then her her photo was run through facial recognition with no results her fingerprints were run with no results by the fbi as well so fbi gets involved now yeah and they run all this no results they did find out that she had breast implants and they even checked the serial number on the breast implants but it turned out that the serial number was registered under her fake name, Lori, mm-hmm. because she got them after she changed her identity. So, yeah, let's... So this is all the information I have, right? I have an idea. I have... I want to show you, like, the scribbled yeah. notes. Now, I, we're going to mm-hmm. have this on our Instagram, so feel free to oh, follow God. us. But look at this. So... This note is just full of just random writings. Mm-hmm. Some things that did stick out to me is that there's North Hollywood police up yep. here. Now, remember, she is in Dallas at the time. So this note must have been written when she was in California because she's written North Hollywood police on it. Mm-hmm. So this is like at the start of her. Yeah, but it's a long number. It's not just like 911 isn't aren't numbers like phone numbers that long in america I yeah but know. that's what i mean but north hollywood police why do you need to know like a direct line to them unless you're communicating with them maybe directly? oh maybe she yeah it's like the nine no mm-hmm. yeah so she she wants to call someone specific about either it? specific or like directly to north hollywood police mm. Yeah. Also got records. Another another thing that stuck out to me, I think this note is from when she first started changing her identity, because the other one is a law office, Ben Perkins Law Office. Um, they actually contacted Ben Perkins and he he, Junior. (laughs) He said he'd never heard of her. 
Uh-huh. They also followed. Paid. They also followed up on that Thai reference. The guy doesn't exist. On what Thai reference? The Steinbeck guy. Oh right, yeah. Uh, from Thailand. Like she could have just been staying at a four star resort and like spoken to him and be like, write it on the yeah. Because it's like because it's got the letterhead as the like the four star resort. Yeah. That she wrote there. Like it could it could be anything. Jackson. Jackson. So I think I think that's son though, because there's a dot in between it. Oh yeah, Jack's son. Yeah, who's Jack? Yeah. Who's Jack's son? This is this says these eyes mm-hmm. and then a number. And then it says shoot. Mm-hmm. Which is so strange. Just... Which which yeah. Just the shoot the word shoot. There's also money here. Yeah. There's just so much. You could really, really decode this if you wanted. What does that say? Lassimer? 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 There's just so many phone numbers everywhere. There's Tuxin. There's, I almost feel like there's like places, like there's Jennifer Perkins, which I think is something to do with Ben Perkins. I wonder if he, she's trying to figure out where to go. Or where to run away to. Yeah, because she scored them out. It's yeah. almost like a, I've done that, yeah. There's more Hollywood Circle references. Um, it, looks like, it looks like my notes when I'm doing these. <laughs> but yeah, I just think this is really interesting. I don't know if we can get anything out of it. There's also Wait, can you, can Manchester Boulevard. Can I keep looking at it? Yeah, do you want to just like pause? And... Yeah, okay. we'll come back and I'll, I'll come back with my, my thoughts. After close investigation... On the note, I actually think that this is by her phone. By her phone? Oh. That's why it's all like weird and she's just, you know, it's like a notepad for by her phone to Very just take notes point. all the time because it's like a three o'clock number. Names, f- hence why there's heaps of phone numbers for her to call all the time. Right, so my... Or someone's going to call her at three o'clock yeah. or something. Wow. Or something happens at three o'clock. So, my thought on this... Is that she's in the army. She was in the army. Okay. Okay. Or she was in some sort of intelligence. Just. Oh, you want to look at this? Yeah. I want to see it. Well, you, sorry. I don't need to do it the full way. But. Um, I don't need to look at it. But. She was some kind of intelligence or something. So the reason that I'm saying this. And it. <laughs> as it sounds. It's from a TV show. There's a TV show called Homeland. Okay. And for those who don't know. This is a bit of a spoiler. Again, from same as last time. If you're not watched it, you don't care. So, <laughs> um, there's a woman in it. I can't remember her name. She's the main character, but she it, like it's essentially it. It's a form of PTSD, I think. But essentially, when you get into those places, like to me, that explains how she's she has the contacts and stuff to get new identities and things like that. And maybe she was a spy or like in some sort of special forces, secret agent. I don't know what it is, but something happened in the army that has event- has essentially given her some form of like PTSD, depre- as you said, depression, things like that, that has then changed her as a person. She's wanted to remove herself. She doesn't want, she doesn't want to be this person anymore. Hence why she changes to Becky Sue Turner. And then eventually she does that so that's the that's a transition name that's a transition name to get another name maybe she was in a um maybe she was a deserter or something mm. and then she gets this name 
Becky Sue Turner in order because as you said like she knows people or she knows herself how to flip the name mm-hmm. flip that name into just a brand new identity yeah and to me like she seems like someone who's very as you said like if she's very outgoing and I bet she like made when she was with um R- Ricky uh blake blake sorry when she was with blake (laughs) yeah i don't know where that came from when she was with blake i bet you like they were she would tell him what to do she would be very organized she'd be all that kind of thing so my thought is that she was kind of in some sort of military type organization and then she kind of came out of it badly um, whether that be seeing colleagues die, whether it be something happened to her, I don't know. And then it's kind of followed her through. She's found God, all of that stuff. And then she's found him. And it's like, a, it's he's like someone who, you know, he's, as you say, he's, he's quite timid. He's quite shy. Mm-hmm. He's quite an easy, he's not, he's um, someone that she can help someone that can she can steer and keep on you know they can go on a on the right path together and then kind of all this stuff starts bubbling up again when she gets come when she's with him she gets obsessive she doesn't want to lose anyone so she again as you said when you try too hard you you end up pushing people away yeah so i think so she's just kind of started trying too hard or getting too obsessive too kind of linking to it and then just kind of pushed him away and then she has nothing to like that was her world Mm -hmm. and then you know if she's not letting it kind of explains if she's seen death before in certain ways it might explain why she's so protective over her child yeah and not wanting anyone to touch like it's her protection she if she knows if she's protecting the child it's going to be okay and then allowing that additional kind of trust element into things, she's probably not very good at. And then it all comes to a head. And then it kind of shows someone who has who has lost or never had a family yeah. how much they want that family yeah. with them and how desperate they are for well, this it's, it's family pr- it's dynamic. Probably, it's on. It's probably desperation for just a normal life. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I wonder if. You know the making up of things. Like obviously, she's had to make things up because she's a completely different person. But whether her family are alive or not, I don't know. Yeah. Like we're alive at the time of of death. I don't know. But to me, it says that kind of thing. Or she again, she was in a very troubled childhood, which made her, which forced her to do these things. But how it's she quite, would link in, I don't it's know. So professional, though. That's to why just I think. Like, that, but that's why. Leave your life and that's like why start I think over. Like military or like something is she running away from something or someone or an organization because i just feel like the level of professionalism in the way she's gone and you know if you just want to leave home you can just go and start over sorry i but i didn't finish (laughs) on the homeland thing oh right okay (laughs) so she yeah in in the film in the film in the tv show essentially something very very bad happens to the main character from the first couple of series who's in a relationship with the main woman character and so i can't remember any of their names it's been so long but she becomes kind of uh, it's this ptsd because she sees him die she sees him being like spoiler alert yeah well she sees him die 
and it tri- and it hits her and turns out she's pregnant at the time mm-hmm. and this whole thing happens like again with her and the kid and like protection then it becomes can she keep like is she it, it gave me similar similar vibes to what you were talking about okay towards the film which is why my head went to that military kind of side of yeah, things yeah yeah because i think like people who are scared of losing people have probably seen you mm-hmm. know death and all yes. that yeah you're yeah. right yeah um so is, is that your theory is it that like, would be yeah. that would be my assumption like i mean we i could try and be some sort of crazy detective person and google every name in here but i think i think it's already been done i think probably. like that's what, what i mean is like you know that one dollar 85 yeah like that's that's just a note it's like just, that's yeah, just it's a note. Just notes, it's some yeah. what she's. That's a piece of paper that's just by the by the door, by the phone, that they just r- scribble notes on. They're they're not they're yeah. not interlinked. There's a there's it's a note just, here. Records, records. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. But I can def. I think it's what's reminders in, for yeah. your head. What's interesting about this note though is I can tell it was from before she moved to Dallas. It was like when she was still in California because of all the Hollywood yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. So. That makes it interesting in the fact that maybe this is her way of changing her identity. It's like this is her, her path, um, all these numbers, and it's like people they know uh, she knows or something. Smart, yeah. Just because she did it when she was in California yeah. and she yeah. left California after she mm-hmm. did it. So also, if you're the law- lawyer who helped her change her name, you're not going to obviously yeah. going to deny knowing her. And there's two names there relating to this mm-hmm. lawyer. You know, there's two Perkins mm-hmm. surnames. But what if I what if I told you that oh, we kind of know who she is now, but I'm not convinced oh. if that makes sense. Like, so I said that I told you before this that this is sort of very half solved, mm-hmm. kind of. But for me, it's not solved. But um, basically, <laughs> mm-hmm. basically, the um, so I I am so obviously Lori has a daughter. Yeah. Who is basically a living, breathing DNA. Um, <laughs> so they. Oh my God. The plot I, thickens. Well, I hope, but not really. <laughs> so she, they obviously take, they, they have, a, they have a relative of Lori now through her daughter mm-hmm. and because obviously Blake is not a relative of hers and they don't know anybody else. Yeah. But they put, Lori's daughter's DNA into like all these databases now that are very prevalent now in the 2000s um like my head's because my head keeps going back like because we like the last couple of cases we've done have been like the the mm, the dial of past part two wasn't but the other ones have been in like the 19 thingies yeah but yeah you, they're gonna have like proper DNA testing yeah nowadays yeah oh so um basically they I think it was like honestly I think it was like ancestry.com or like something <laughs> like that send it, send it <laughs> like, an, like family tree stuff uh-huh. like basically it fl- <laughs> it, no we're not sponsored by ancestry.com no but by I, it was something like that that if like you fancy it reach out because it wasn't like a it wasn't like a criminal database you mm-hmm. know like this was in this was in 2013 that they discovered this they put her um DNA into a system and they actually ended up finding like very far families and then they started to like uh like process of elimination actually got to her family Mm -hmm. and turns out that 
She was a native of suburban Philadelphia, and her name was Kimberly Maria McLean. I, I said I didn't want another name. <laughs> Wait, so she was from Philly? She was from Philadelphia. Her real name was In Kimberly. West, was she from West Philadelphia? No. Was she I don't born know. and raised <laughs> on the playground where she spent most of her days chilling out racks and relaxing all cool? I don't know. Is this a song? Was she shooting some b-ball upside of the school? <laughs> oh, I don't Outside of the school. We need to play the song. And then after. a couple of guys who were up to no good, they started. Alex, I'm giving a really big deal of a. She got in one little fight, and her mom got scared and said, "You're moving with your auntie and uncle Blair." It's Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. Sorry. Oh dear. Um, Philly. Sorry, what was her name? Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> from Philly. <laughs> Kimberly from Philly. But this is the part where I'm like, is this uh-huh. it? Like. Uh Is this the reason why she changed her name? She left at the age of 17 in Uh the fall or autumn of 1986. So remember, she came onto the map in 1988 as Becky Sue Taylor. Mm -hmm. But left in 1986. Yeah, so she left. She ran away from home in 1986. So two years before that Mm -hmm. at the age of 17. So she did all of this kind of name changing and all that when she was only 19 mad yeah oh so my theory goes out the out the window well yeah (laughs) but here's the thing she left because she didn't get along with her mom and dad and they never reported her missing because they just accepted that she wanted to run away that's it and they never said anything else about her or any more details and that was it Hmm. so she she left and she just decided this massive like professional identity new identity at the age of 19 for i mean there's something i think that's not being said how do you yeah how do you get in contact with people that can change your identity how do you know that much information why do you need p.o boxes like are you what are you hiding you know what did she do in those two years that that's a cool thing as well i didn't actually mention that the p.o like that's mad smart. Yeah. Sending it to a PO box, which then forwards onto another PO box, which then forwards onto another PO box, because then you're not. But if getting, you're just a girl you, who's run away from home, I mean, though, why do you need that? Then you think that you're being tracked, because like that's that's to me says I think like if I'm being tracked, it's gonna take a while for it to get to me. I know. Mm. Like, why do you need all of mm. that just because you ran away from home because you didn't get along with your mom and dad? There's some missing information here. Something's fishy. Well, that's why it's not really solved for me because they didn't really say a lot about her. No. And I think some something's not right, to be honest. Do you think, they're, honest. A plant? Do you think yeah. they're planted? Maybe. Maybe she's not even... Maybe she wasn't even 17. But it could have been there... Like, if it's DNA, I mean, realistically, yeah. it probably is related to her in some capacity. Like, father, mother and father or an uncle, wherever it is. It's her mum and stepdad. But it's whether they... It's whether... And they never... They never reported her missing? Yeah. Really? Like, did they not wonder where she's been in the last... 42 years no sorry 32 when when did she leave so in the last like 20 something years like really Mm. unless they did something bad well that's what i think something because she was really protective of her family Mm. she didn't want anything to happen to her family so was there some sort of family dynamic that really was not great affected her yeah so yeah i was so confident on the army thing (laughs) 
um yeah but tell us what you what do you think what what was she running was she running from something does someone go to all these lengths just because she didn't get along with her parents yeah no it's quite uh, yeah but it, it, you can't because obviously someone's given her becky sue turner as a name someone's yeah. been like you can claim this just ask for this birth certificate and you there's someone that's helped her so how you fall into like knowing these kind of people i don't know but yeah. yeah especially when you're only 17 when you leave but obviously by the time she gets it's all this mad. is 19 yeah, like mad. imagine a 19 year old knowing all, all the skill knowing mm. how to do this she i think something has happened to her in uh in that when there was two years that she left she ran away yeah but what there's a question Gosh, another bloody film, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm surprised they haven't made a film about her, you know? I mean it's crazy. But yeah, it's it's a little bit of a weird one because it's like kind of half solved, but I yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's solved to the point but the all the like if you compare all the information you just gave to them being like, Oh no, she just left. It just it doesn't make sense. All that just for that. And also let's I would like to know what she wrote to her daughter in that letter. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that'll never unless the daughter chooses to release it. Well, I don't know if it's been opened yet. Well, she's not eighteen. Yeah, won't, so they won't I, I don't. I'm not sure when she was. Born. I don't think legally you can if it's like in a will or something or like on the letter saying do not open until you're eighteen. Yeah, they'll probably respect her wishes. It's part of like I suppose yeah, like a will. Yeah. So when was her daughter born? Um, she was born. Yeah, so sh- she won't be eighteen yet. She, I don't think they'll release like if he's not releasing the letter that she sent him because yeah. it could be everything She'll it, be could be, it could soon, be admi- yeah, but it could be admitting everything but, yeah. to him like what yeah. everything that happened and he's just like I'm not because again if they want to admit it not admit um like present all this these notes and things to the public it just opens them up for like interviews questioning news reporters at their house all that fun yeah. you're not gonna do like there's no there's no real but sense i think that family that. blake's family will want to know oh uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah but i mean yeah sorry i mean yeah they will but the public like knowing yeah never, i don't know if they'll publicize it no and i wouldn't think i i personally if i was them i wouldn't do it yeah i would be like no because it, it just it will bring more more scrutiny, more public eye on so you. So maybe we'll never find out really in. what who yeah. she was and what what she did to get to where she is yeah. and why she needed PO boxes. Mm-hmm. Because she's making an effort to hide who she is. Mm. And yeah, from what be, we found out, there's nothing to hide. She just ran away. She from might home. be hide, she might be going to this effort because she met him. So she might be going to the effort to hide who she, she is because she never wants him to know that no, she, she don't. She did him. all this before she met him. She met him uh, in 2003. Maybe there was someone else. 2003 she met him and she did all this in the 80s. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, uh, my army thing went out the window when you said she was 19. But yeah, let us know in the comments what you think. You can join um, the army at 18. Hmm. But she left at 17, so that's one year in the army. As a woman? Why not? Oh, totally. But like, I mean, back then, were you like, was that like... Maybe it wasn't common, but I'm sure there was women in the yeah. army. The reason I said the, the reason I say that is because, yeah, it was, it was, well, it was uncommon. Yeah. Um, For them to join the army. 
and they usually didn't get well but that also supports my theory because they weren't usually treated very well yeah back in those kind of times yeah so you could maybe you could have a point yeah Yeah, that's interesting but yeah and her her family wouldn't know about that because she ran away she ran away to the army yeah yeah Mm. so yeah yeah let us know what you think in the comments um as always please like and subscribe to the channel well like this video subscribe to the channel go back and listen to the previous episodes we've done we've covered many a mystery now by now yeah many many a mystery and yeah uh, thank you for viewing watching listening and subscribing yeah see you next time goodbye bye